Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Uncle Earl here on the Underground Experience in Hollywood, California. Los Angeles is the prefecture. This is going to be Eats and Beats with Uncle Earl. Since we're in this holiday season and everyone's going to be getting a little fatter with that butterball turkey, the stuffing, the dressing, the yams, the collard greens, the cornbread, the green beans, the pies and cakes and punch and libations. And then we're going to get on the couch and relax. So I'm going to be bringing you some music to groove to, music to soothe you, and music to make you think about what you're doing. But I have some special guests that will be within this hour. I have celebrity chef, Mr. Jack Lee, who has cooked for the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Angelina Jolie, and beyond. You'll hear all about him. And also, um, I'm going to be drop you into the world of The Matrix the leader, one of the members, I should say, I don't know if he's the leader or not, but Mr. Scott Spock, who is very instrumental in producing songs for Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Jason Imraz, Korn, and more. They will be coming up within this hour. But to start things off, you know, um, a couple of weeks back, a friend of mine came from New York and um, hadn't seen him in years. And he says, let's go out to dinner. So I said, okay, you pick the joint. And he picked this nice place called Bite bistro 
in West Hollywood on Santa Monica. I had never heard of it. And I went there, and the food was absolutely incredible. I had this great pasta dish. I had to take some home. It was like a pound of pasta in my bowl. And we had a really, really nice waiter. His name was Alex. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a clown. So, you know, he was asking if I wanted to drink. I was like, no. And, you know, I kept playing with him, playing with him. And we, you know, got a nice little rapport going. And it was really a fun dinner. So by the end, I just happened to say, you know, what do you do, man? He's like, well, you know, I kind of write music a little bit. I'm a musician. I said, well, you know, I, I'd love to hear your stuff sometimes. Send me some things. So a couple of days went by, and then I heard from him, Alex Chiffon. He sent me his music, and I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. So we've been um, having a little uh, conversations back and forth, and I, and I want to give the brother a little spotlight moment, Mr. Alex Chiffon. And um, he has this song. And it's called All On You. So it's in mode with our eats and beats because I met him in an eatery. And then we're going on to Chef Jack Lee. So why not? Ladies and gentlemen, here is Alex Chiffon.
was nice, man. Alex Chiffon. I know he's going to have another name for the band, but um, we'll reveal that at a later date. But that was really cool. All on you. Hmm. See, that's why you should be always nice to people, because you never know when you go somewhere or someone's working that who they are or what they might be able to offer you or bring you. And sometimes you just need to, you know, just enjoy people. Open up. You never know. There could be a treasure chest awaiting you. And um, I want to get into this interview with um, Chef Jagley because he is really fun. But before we do that, I want to slide in to Young Slugs, courtesy of Thompson's Marketing, with a track called Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I just play it cool, 
Chef Jack Lee. Oscar winners Angelina Jolie, Clint Eastwood, and Hilary Swank, as well as icons like Oprah Winfrey and Barbara Streisand know him as more than a chef. For these notable names, Chef Jack Lee is a true artist, both in the presentation of his meals and one's palate. Chef Lee hit the ground running after graduating from the California School of Culinary Arts and the Le Cordon Bleu program, where he began refining his skills by working at a variety of prestigious restaurants with influential chefs from around the world. Chef Umberto Contreras and Chef Douglas Dodd of the Hotel Bel Air are among the recent influences in Chef Lee's career. Chef Jack Lee's dedication and vast experience for over a decade has proven him to be one of the finest chefs in the business. His impressive versatility and mastery of Asian and California French cuisine led to his position as the banquet chef at the Hotel Bel Air where his career flourished for three years, catering the birthday parties of such luminaries as Oprah Winfrey, Patti LaBelle, and Nancy Reagan. In addition, Chef Lee successfully handled several entertainment industry events from small personalized dinners for Angelina Jolie and Kobe Bryant to big events such as the Oscar celebration for the Million Dollar Baby with Clint Eastwood and Hilary Swank and Oprah Winfrey's Wedding of the Century. Chef Lee's expertise has also kept the appetites of dignitaries such as the royal family of Brunei and many other prominent politicians satiated. In the midst of all this cooking, this hard-working chef also is writing a cookbook for kids and has a cooking show pilot in development. I hmm, wonder what that's going to be about. Born in Vietnam to Chinese parents, Chef Lee has incorporated his international lifestyle and his worldly upbringing into his tasty and whimsical global fusion of Eastern and Western cuisine, and I have him on the line with me. How are you, Chef Jack? I'm doing great. Hi-ya! <laughs> <laughs> <Good to> <laughs> nice to be talking to you again. You've been a busy man. Now, the last time we spoke, you know, we were at the uh, jewelry jewelry release and record release party in uh, West Hollywood, and right. you were off for a great adventure. You've been traveling a lot. Did yes, sir. I've been, I've been uh, you know, doing events and also promoting my uh, book. Mm -hmm. And also try to do some pilot trailers for my uh, upcoming uh, TV uh, reality show. Nice, nice. Where are some of the places you've been recently? Uh, we go to uh, New York and Hawaii. I'm actually going back to Hawaii in November mm -hmm. to do an event. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm trying to stay in LA <laughs> uh, for the Christmas. Uh -huh. And then in spring, I might be in Philippines doing an event uh, nice. in Manila. Nice, nice. So, do you, are you ever, are you home much? Uh, I try to be because <laughs> I do have two kids uh -huh. and a beautiful wife, and mm -hmm. I try to be home. Mm -hmm. But like you know, everybody needs to work, and you know, I'm trying to create my own brain as well, uh, Uncle Earl. Yes. But this is very important to me, you know, work and cooking has always been my passion. 
presentation yes. and, and meeting other celebrities. So that's why I'm always out there hustling and bustling and working hard, take mm. the role. Mm -hmm. you know? Now, does your family ever travel with you sometimes? Uh, because they have school. Uh, I mean, my, my, young, my oldest boy is uh, nine years old and my youngest daughter is five. Mm. So they have school and that's why they're, they're not traveling as much with me. Okay. As I like to, you know. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. I'm always alone. Oh, <laughs> what a rough life. <laughs> always alone with your money. No. <laughs> I'll be lonely like that, no problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I, you know, you gave me a packet with a lot of your, your, uh, what do you call it? Your, your, uh, your food. Yes. Uh, and we... Incredible. We my promotional card. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, I want to eat the cards. <laughs> it looks so good. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I cook. I was brought up and trained in uh, Hotel Bel Air. Uh -huh. We cater to, you know, all this wealthy people around the world. And yes. celebrities and royalties. So I was trained to create uh, high-end stuff. Mm -hmm. And presentation is always part of the meal. Yes. So, you know, after learning all that, I, I incorporate my own style of cooking, which I acquired uh, all this year from Asia. Mm -hmm. And kind of kind of flow into Chinois cuisine. Chinois is a French word for Chinese. Yes. So it's like a French-Asian cuisine combined and with the presentation. Because I felt a lot of Chinese cuisine, they're, they're very good. Mm -hmm. But the presentation is just blah, you know. It's oh, yeah. Oh yeah, looks, everything looks right. great. So, exactly. So I bring in the presentation, complying with the flavor and the texture mm -hmm. and the colors. Mm -hmm. So you're having the best of both worlds, east, east, west. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to tap into your into your philosophy. I see here you said your four essential elements that shape your philosophy are refinement, balance, personalization, and authenticity. Can you break right. that down for us? Yes. Um, refinement is, you know, again, you know, people often eat with the eyes first. So mm -hmm. we're trying to make it like a whole cuisine, right? We're bringing every day's meal to make it uh, better looking, you know, uh, spice up the, the meal a bit. Mm -hmm. Make it elegant looking. Mm -hmm. So it's pleasing to the eyes. Mm -hmm. So when it looks good, people tend to want to try that uh, food. Yes. And balance is when you're like I said, you have to balance the sweet with the sour, the salty with, you know, with uh, with the creamy. So it all has to be a, a perfect harmony, like yes. a yin and a yang. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So that plate has to dance like a slow dance, right? Mm. It takes two to tango, you know. Yes. <laughs> so personalization is when I understand, like you and Earl, I, I know what you what you like, mm -hmm. and. Once I understand your, your your favorite dish and your personality, I will combine all that and create a dish for you. Mm. We call mm. it Uncle Earl's, you know, masterpiece, right? <laughs> uh -huh. Right? So, and then authenticity, is that's where I come in because I, I tend to create and, and style the dish mm -hmm. my way. So it's all authentic. We so don't try to imitate right. stuff like that. So you create you know? sometimes one-of-a-kind dishes. Depending on yes, it. sir. Mm. That's why the celebrities love me so much because you know I, I make it special for them. Mm. And who who wouldn't want a legacy like a dish name after them? Exactly. Right? 
Sounds good. Only Jack Lee. Cool. So, so um, you you told me recently you just finished doing um, a couple of events, and um, you did did you do one for you said MTV? Or the VH1? You know what I'm saying? They'll just take my, oh, let's go out for a date. No, that's not good enough. <laughs> no, we can, we can, you know, we can make, a, we can make, a, a, you know, the McDonald's burger into a little burger. You know, burger. <laughs> 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 By necessary. Wow, so let me, let me ask you this. You're, you're such a busy guy. What do you do to relax? Um, I, I love to watch uh, basketball and Kobe is my guy. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I, I've been, you know, since I lived in LA in 1981, Magic Johnson, Kareem, you know, mm-hmm. I, I grew up watching the Lakers. So, um, you know, going to the game really uh, relaxes me. And I uh, also read a lot of cuisine a lot to mm-hmm. learn more. Mm-hmm. Plus listening to some uh, classical music and So besides yeah. besides the um, the cooking, is there any other thing in life that you do just as well, like any other hobby that the you know that you do? Well, I'm going. I try to sing. Oh, okay. really? <laughs> I try to sing, and uh, I remember one time I was uh, cooking for uh, Randy Jackson, uh-huh. you know, the American Idol, yes. and I'm trying to audition for him. <laughs> and he's all, he's all, I don't feel it. Just keep cooking. <laughs> sound good to yourself in the kitchen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm keeping my day job. Uh, I'm, not, okay. uh, I'm not quitting any time soon. Uh, I'm going okay. Now, now, where do you see yourself in the future, like, say, within the next mm, five years? What you have a goal set? Very good question. I'm glad you asked me mm. that. Um, I'm seeing myself um, transition into TV mm. um, because I have a niche here and nobody does what I do in LA mm-hmm. so I'm bringing this teaching and this uh, colorful uh, lively uh, art of culinary uh, to uh, to the viewers mm-hmm. I want to be on TV mm-hmm. but I think I have a personality not not just about cooking but oh yeah you do I remember when I first met you we hit it off really well we were we were crazy yeah. in the corner. <laughs> you, funny. You, you are so much fun to hang out with Angoro. You know, you're, you're a great guy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm very happy to meet you and yeah, share my story here. with you. Likewise. Because I went through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I, had a, I, had a, I had a big surgery mm. on my, um, like, major surgery on my jaw. Mm. And it took, it took me 18 months to recover. Wow. wow. And during that time, you know, I lost my taste buds. Mm. So the, the 
experience really humbled me now. Wow, wow. So it's like God giving me a second chance in oh, life, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so amen. You know, so yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'm revamped. It's a new Jack Lee. Yes. Okay. It's yes. simple. It's uh, it's not, I wouldn't say cheap. I'm say affordable. Mm -hmm. But it looks fabulous. Great. Well, I okay. hope you, I hope you, we'll be able to create a dish from Coro one day. You know, we work of on course. it. Of course. Sounds. I don't know what you know. I, but you know that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. So what? I'm wondering what what uh, what kind of food do you like? Let me ask you that. Wow, you know, I love so much because I've traveled so much, but I really love Asian cuisine. I love Japanese food, Japanese, right. Italian, and uh, I'm from the South, so Southern, so Southern J Asian and Italian. That's a mix oh, right I there for you. Would oh. you believe that? Oh, really? I make a refined uh, uh, gumbo, uh, mm. you know, a gumbo soup mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, Okay. You would like that. Oh, honey, man. <laughs> well, uh, maybe I, maybe you could throw, drop me some in the mail. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. I might just do that. <laughs> yeah, my mom did it before. She froze, she freeze dried some food and sent it to me in in Japan once from New York. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, I want. Because you know, yeah, I wanted some I wanted collard greens. You know, I wanted collard greens and some smoked turkey. You know, they don't have that over there, so she free, she sent it to no. me. <laughs> no, no. But you know what? If you're ever in LA and I do a tasting, you're invited. Oh, so, thank you. I'd love you to. You can taste my uh, my southern style. You know, I call it uh, creation. You know why? It's half Creole and half Asian. Ah, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, Chef Jack, this has been so great, so great, so great, and we must keep in touch, of course, we will. And, you know, I wish you the best blessings and success and health and all of that, you know. Just Thank you, Angoro. So, yes. uh, I want to tell the, the viewer, the uh, listener, yes. to visit my website mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. and follow me on Twitter, you know, at ChefJackLee. Thank you so much, guys. Okay, now let me ask you this, do you have the Chinois.com? Is that something, too? Chinua cuisine. We have chinuatrading.com. Uh huh. I usually use chefjacklee.com. It goes directly to my website. Oh, okay. All righty. All right, y'all. Go get him. He's the man. He is the man. OG chef. OG chef. OG chef. All right. Well, you have a you have a great day today, and we will be in touch soon. Thank you, Angora. All right. All right. Surely. Hold on one second. Take it. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been a wonderful, wonderful interview with Chef Jack Lee. There'll be so much more coming up right after this. Every day is your birthday, and I hit the floor. Every day is your birthday, and I hit the floor. I say hit the floor. Every day is your birthday, and I hit the floor. Every day is your birthday, and I hit the floor. Every day is your birthday, and I hit the floor. Hit the floor. I say hit the floor. This goes out to the 305s, 718s, I mean all the states. Came back, man, with the drop top. You better call the cops. Baby girl, just stop. This watch ain't no t-shirt. This is Tavion, motherfucker, fast stop. Man, we on the floor all night.
she wanna go crazy and plus yeah, what I got I told you before it's me because y'all talk too much I might be snitches I don't do the dirty work I do the dishes I just lay the fuck back and just count my digits bring 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 it back come rewind I can bug out go crazy I'm out my mind got to rock on deck got Patron on deck y'all crazy man you at the you know she all on the floor with a spandex on she got them red bottoms on man she get it on
Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen of the Underground Experience. This is your host, Captain and DJ, Uncle Earl, here with some more exciting news. I have a gentleman who is a major force in the music and entertainment industry. He is a part of the group Matrix, and they have a new 3.5 million home recording studio in Santa Monica. The studio is created by Tyler Barth, VP of Blue Microphones, along with Grammy winner Jack Joseph Pugue, and several pro audio partners provide music artists a world-class recording experience. He's working currently with Uda, who is a Chinese artist and famed cinematographer Christopher Doyle to conceptualize and film her song's video. Now, Scott has been a major force, as I said, in the industry, and some of the artists that he's worked with are Katy Perry, Rihanna, Jason Emroz, Britney Spears, Korn, Tokyo Hotel, Avril Lavigne, Shakira, Christina Aguilera, David Bowie, Ricky Martin, the list goes on and on. And I'm going to let him do fill in because he can do it better than I can. How you doing, Scott? Good, good. How are you? I am good. I'm excited about this. First of all, how are you doing today? I'm a little tired, but uh, it's been a busy uh, week or so having Uta in town and uh, trying to get everything wrapped up before she left, but um, very excited at the same time, uh, running on adrenaline at the moment. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. You're a busy guy. Uh, just want to ramble off a few more things. I'm bragging right now, but you've got seven Grammy nominations for Songwriter of the Year, Producer of the Year. The Ivor Novello Award for Best International Pop Hit of the Year, BMI Songwriter of the Year, Two-Time Canadian Juno Pop Song of the Year and Album of the Year, and numerous number one songs on the pop, rock, dance, urban, and metal charts. Do you ever sleep? Uh, I I love music. It just uh, if, if I am sleeping, I'm I'm also listening to music in my head. It just you know, it's a lot of music to to make, and um, we've just been very lucky as a team, as the mm-hmm. Matrix, uh, mm-hmm. Lauren, Christy, Graham Edwards, and myself. And we've been together since 1999, nice. and I think we've 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 written, I think to date, about, and this is just as a team, mm-hmm. um, about 1,200 songs. Wow. So it's it's you know, uh, it's fun to wake up every day and, you know, go to the studio and, and write. You know, not everything you do is going to be a hit song, but, you know, you right. keep plugging along and, and the efforts, you know, usually are rewarding just in, in getting that feeling of creating something. Yes, you know? and I want to add to that. After writing 1,200 songs, songs written and produced have sold over 35 million. Uh, you don't just like fall out of bed and do that. <laughs> where, where are you from? Where are you from originally? Uh, I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. And um, grew up there, and uh, they had a great music scene there. Uh, uh, I went to school over across the river at Southern Illinois University mm-hmm. in Edwardsville, and they had a great music program. One, of, I think, one of the best in the country, still mm-hmm. do. And. Um, you know, it was just great being in that scene and uh, working with, you know, local musicians who, you know, really, uh, um, it was just exciting because there was so much different kinds of music. I, I was heavily influenced by jazz as a trumpet player, and, 
uh, worked with a great trumpet player named Jim Manley, who not only taught me how to play trumpet, but just exposed me to great music, period. And mm. it got me excited about things. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, I spent a little time in New York, but then moved to LA in about 92 and kind of been here ever since. Uh, and are you a multi-instrumentalist? Um, yes, I play mostly keyboards, you know, that's the input method to my, what I call, instrument. Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's uh, a, a bunch of computers and software and synthesizers and stuff, but uh, I spent a lot of time studying and emulating other instruments so that when I did program tracks and I did interact with other live musicians, I knew what I was talking mm -hmm. about, I knew, it's like, you know, uh, interacting with guitar players or drummers or bass players or string sections. I wanted to know, you know, how all of that came together. So right. I, I got a degree in arranging, which helped a lot right. and uh, helped with my production as well. So. Uh, now, let me ask you this. What was your first inspiration to get into the music industry? Was anyone in your family in the business? Well, my grandfather was uh, a principal bass violinist for the Boston Brick Bank. Mm. And, uh, he was also a principal bass violinist at the Baylor Symphony until he died. I never got to meet him. He died before I was born. But um, after that, uh, uh, there was a uh, um, lot of really true, you know, the, uh, family members that were professional, but uh, what I wanted to do was just be a trumpet player. And I, if somebody told me at the age of 20, hey, you're gonna write pop songs for 16-year-old girls, I would say, no way. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, the, your musical journey, I would say your path, you never know where it's gonna take you. Right, you just right. gotta keep relying on, on your musical experiences mm. along the way. You gotta take the ride, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, what was the first, the first artist that you penned a song on? Who was the first artist? Um, the very first one was Christina Aguilera, who the three of us wrote a Christmas song for. Mm. And I credit uh, Ron Fair for kind of really getting the Matrix uh, off the ground because he heard the song and was really excited about it and gave us the opportunity to co-produce it. And um, it, was, it was really a great experience for us and, and lit the fire under the three of us to hey, let's, let's pursue this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so we did, you know. Because uh, Warren was an artist um, on Mercury and Graham had his um, bands at the time that he was in and, and um, I was, you know, always stuck in a studio writing and producing and remixing and mm -hmm. doing that sort of thing. But when the three of us had that, that, that placement with Christina, we thought, wow, let's, you know, let's push all the <laughs> chips into this corner and see what, what happens. Right, right. We've been going ever since. Right. So, so how, how did you guys meet? Did you all meet at the same studio or you met through people? Or how did that happen? Yeah, that's a crazy story. I met Lauren the first day I, I arrived in L.A. I'm standing on the bridge I'm waiting in the dark I thought that you'd be here by now There's nothing but the rain No footsteps on the ground I'm listening but there's no sound 
And now let's let's talk about this exciting new studio you have. Well, it's it's not our studio per mm. se. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a friend of ours, um, uh, Tyler Bart, who okay. uh, works at Blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, called me up one day because we're, uh, you know, I'm, he's a really great guy. I mean, uh, a great music uh, person to be around. He knows so much about musicians mm. and music in general. Mm-hmm. Besides microphones, I mean, uh, Blue is probably the best microphone company out there mm-hmm. at the moment uh, with uh, their versatile mics. But he called me up. He said, "You got to come by this place. We got to sit down and talk about some stuff." And he gave me this, ab- you know, abstract address. <laughs> and said, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll come over. So I came over, and it, it was the House of Rock, which mm. is uh, uh, there, and it's just an unbelievable place for vibe and recording. And as you said, Jack Joseph Puig yes. uh, was responsible for the design, along with Tyler, and he was there too. And, and I've known Jack for a long time, mm-hmm. so it was great to catch up with him. And I thought, wow, what a great place to, to actually do uh, the Rock the Web project mm-hmm. with Musa mm-hmm. because it was so vibey. And so he, uh, you know, I mentioned it to Tyler. It's like, oh, that would be ideal. So he he blocked out some time for us and we came in there and it was really productive we had an amazing experience there so um yeah i i love that place we have a couple studios uh one's Mm. in studio city and uh we have another one out in tarzana but mostly you know we do a lot of writing in those private studios Mm -hmm. and we work at other studios around town but Mm -hmm. when we got to house of rock i was like oh (laughs) new home new home (laughs) yes <laughs> so now, so now, um, did you know Uda before working with her, or did were you introduced to her through someone? Uh, she was one of the contestants on the Rock the Web uh, show, and um, you know I only saw videos of her, mm-hmm. so we 
we met her for the you know for the first time as a group as a team mm. um, here in Los Angeles, and uh, but we had interacted with her um, before then. Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, really trying to dissect your material and try to come up with some ideas that uh, would be great for her. But we knew that as soon as she got in the room, it would, the song itself would evolve into mm -hmm. what it would become with mm -hmm. her involvement. So it was really important. And she's such a strong force, you know, mm -hmm. musically and creatively, uh, that it really did. It took, it took like, uh, by the end of the week, everybody was saying, wow, that's not the same <laughs> song demo I heard. <laughs> you know, like a week ago. I said, yeah, well, that's because of Luta. And so it was, it was a great time. Hey, great, great chemistry, huh? Yeah, it's great chemistry. And she's really, really creative. Wonderful. Now, did you, do you speak any Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> very, very little. I, uh, uh, unfortunately, I would love to, to learn more. And I think, uh, you know, if I start working more with Luta or, or uh, whomever, I probably will start picking up more. But it's a, it's a goal of mine, yes. Uh <laughs> cool. Now, let me ask you this. What, um, are there any other projects that you guys have coming up that you can talk about? Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, we've uh, taken more of a uh, development role uh, in the past three years, the Matrix I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. um, and we found, a, we found a wonderful artist named Liam, uh, Liam Horn. And this kid is like uh, over the top. We, we discovered him when he was 14. Mm. And we've just been grooming him. So now, you know, he's 17 years mm. old. Mm -hmm. And everybody in town is kind of freaking out about him. Uh -oh. He's got all the, all the major labels, you know, wanting to do business with him. But we're at the point now where we're really refining him into like uh, an uber, uber artist. So mm -hmm. we're kind of, just kind of keeping him. Uh, in the writing and, and singing stages, but right. uh, I think you'll pretty, pretty much see his name next year because I think it's, it's going to start blowing up next year. Right. Um, and we've got a couple songs out there on the charts of the Matrix, you know, it's, um, we're, we're still cooking away, you know, like um, the, the Enrique song, uh, mm. Loving You Tonight, um, you know, there's a couple other singles coming out, uh, different people. And, artists coming up, but, um, you know, we're still doing what our core business is, writing and producing, but we're, we're really trying to develop new talent and be involved with really creative uh, scenarios, such as, you know, Rock the Web, which yes. is, I believe, one of the most innovative, um, educational, cultural, interactive, you know, opportunities yes. that have come along in the world. Yeah, we need more of that, definitely, we need yeah, more of that. Yeah, you know, because it's not just having three judges, you know, laughing and critiquing bad performance, <laughs> but more, you know, a cultural exchange between yes. two different concepts and really developing an artist to, to, to the extent of, that they could really do something and make make a change in the world, you know. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what music's about, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. The exchange. Now, will you, have you been to China or will you take a trip over there? Yeah, you know, China's wonderful. I had been to Hong Kong years ago, but uh, recently got to go to Beijing, and Beijing was uh, quite different from Hong Kong. Uh, but most enjoyable, most eye-opening to see how amazing, the, you know, the culture is over there, how proud they are of who they are and, and what they're accomplishing. And it was just great to, to interact musically with a whole different culture of people that was, uh, you know, everybody was so 
so into making music, and I thought, wow, right. this is great. You know? Nice, nice. So, yeah. Wonderful. Wow, well, I thank you for taking this time with me, and if there's, is there anything you'd love the listeners to know about you, or The Matrix, or anything about you? Hmm. I, I would say, you know, just keep, uh, I think we're, we've been pretty low-key as to, you know, we, we try to keep the, the, the mudlang approach to uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about ourselves. Yeah. Basically, never talking about ourselves. Uh-huh. But, um, um, you know, we like I said, we're more into uh, looking at development these days, so mm. I think we're going to start exposing ourselves a little bit more in, mm. the, in the media just to let people know, artists know that, hey, we're, we're really interested in hearing, you know, undeveloped talent or developed talent that needs to go to the next level because right. we're, we're at that stage now where we really feel that we can make and help new artists come you know, come into the scene and make a, a make a dent right. instead of just a quick in and out. Which, unfortunately, through a lot of uh, you know the, the, the avenues that are available to artists today, it's just so quick. You yes, know, we want we want to develop long time art. You know, mm-hmm. long term artist careers, basically. Mm-hmm. Some so truly artistic longevity. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, important. Yes, that's great. Well, I appreciate you and people like you. And in this industry, we need the change. We need the turnaround because you know we're we're on a path. We don't know where we're going, but we need people like you, pioneers and innovators, to keep us moving forward positively. And I thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, and yeah, I appreciate the time. Oh, oh, no problem. And please do keep in touch. And we are going to be going to television soon, so we'll be hopefully coming to visit you in your studio someday. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, oh, one quick question. What do you do in your free time when you're not working? Uh, <laughs> how, do you, how do you relax? Well, uh, you know, I have a four-year-old son, so mm-hmm. all of my free time goes to playing with him. Okay. Doing that sort of thing, uh, being a dad, that uh-huh. kind of changed my life. Okay. But other than that, you know, um, I will say I do have one hobby that I'm really serious about, and that is um, I build... Uh, I build ultra cars, I call them ultra cars, and um, I restore um, muscle cars from the late 60s and 70s, and I build them from the nuts and bolts up from scratch to to a level of, of, uh, uh, sit down for at least a couple months determining Uh the physics of the car, built around the power, so it's it's pretty intense, I've I've got a little uh, website I'm building about that, but uh, that's my hobby, and you know, of course, being a dad's a full-time job in itself. I know, that's right. Would you please give me <laughs> give me all of your content, like your website and your Twitter and, you know, all that good information? Oh, sure, sure. You know what? I'll, I'll send you um, uh, an email with all that stuff. But, okay. you know, it's, it's, you can pretty much find out anything about me and, uh, you know, on, uh, on uh, the Matrix uh, Music website is kind of where you'll find out about the Matrix Music, okay. which is thematrixmusic.com. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, you can Google Scott Spock and find a whole lot of stuff about me and then uh, the Twitter and all that stuff. Yeah, it goes, pages fly up for days. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Scott, and you have a wonderful, blessed day. And I'll be in touch. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. It was great talking to you. I'll you too. You all right, man. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Scott Spock of The Matrix. Uh, stay tuned for more. Ciao.
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this edition of Eats and Beats with Uncle Earl. I want to thank my guests, Mr. Chef Jack Lee and Scott Spot of Matrix. Please check out our website, www.ultimateunderground.com. Become a family member, find out what's going on in the movement. We need your love, support, care, and we need your money. We have a PayPal account if you care to donate. LaceyP9 at gmail.com. You can look us up on Twitter at The Uncle Earl, Facebook, Lacey Phillips, or Lacey Dow Phillips, and The Underground Experience Radio Show and Ultimate Underground Project. Have a blessed day. See you later. Ciao. Listen, I know there's a stigma associated with male abuse. It's not an easy subject to talk about, and a lot of guys that have been abused think they should just forget about it and not get help. After all, that's what guys do, right? Wrong. December 1st through the 8th is Male Abuse Awareness Week, and the P. Luna Foundation is spreading the word to break this taboo. Go to helpforguys.org and take the first step. The reality is that you're not alone. That's help, the number four, guys.org, helpforguys.org.
like you. Like you, like you. I feel a little shy, a little girly. Don't 